The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast. News and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio. On Twitter, we're today on the podcast. Going to bring in our uh, special guest, Zach Seegers, who, of course, been writing on the Denver Broncos. MileHighSports.com is where you can find his reading. Zach, we appreciate you joining the podcast. I want to jump right into it because, of course, look, uh, training camp is officially over. And obviously, you've been down at Dove Valley before and you've had a chance to take a peek at these guys as we now transition to the regular practice. Um, uh, there's a lot of questions. And by the way, speaking of questions, you could submit your questions questions to the podcast that via email now you can email me ronnie the letter k at milehighsports.com that's ronnie the letter k at milehighsports.com and we'll answer some of your questions including a couple of them on this podcast but zach i want to get your thoughts um on the team in general from offense to defense uh uh, what did you think about them as they progress through training camp you know, I, I think the defense is going to be absolutely incredible. I'm, I've been really high on them on all, uh, you know, all offseason long. I think they could be the very best defense in the entire NFL. Now, I think we saw glimpses of that with uh, the the cornerback room playing higher than I think everyone expected. The uh, the defensive line playing excellent. Von Miller looking like a monster out there. Um, so I'm really high on the defense. The offense, I think, was a little bit disappointing, you know, a little little disjointed, um, offensive tackles struggling at times, uh, Drew Locke having some really sharp days, and then some days where things were just a little off and he had a hard time building chemistry with some of his receivers. So I think the offense, a, a mild disappointment, and then the defense you have to be excited about. I want to key in on what you mentioned with the offense and some of that uh, miscommunication, the misfiring on Saturday of course the Denver Broncos practice at Empower Field at Mile High and this was a practice that featured rain it was wet it was kind of cold it was gross they had also the crowd noise that was pumped in and I have to say the crowd noise was very loud it's very annoying as somebody who had to sit in front of it um, so it's going to make a big deal the um miscommunication though the 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 inaccuracy the 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 overall issues for this offense so late in training camp and now as we are we're basically 10 what 10 15 days away from monday night against tennessee um when when you see that does that get you worried are these things that they can fix or uh, could we be uh, maybe bringing down some of our expectations that i think many had were very lofty for drew lock in this offense you know really i think it's it's both of those things ronnie uh you gotta you, you gotta temper those expectations a bit but they should have been tempered from the beginning you know even john elway a guy who said Joe Flacco was just entering his prime last offseason. You know, John Elway doesn't uh, uh, stray away from hyping his own offense up and his quarterback up and whatnot. Even he heading into the season was like, okay, guys, it might take three, four weeks for that offense to get going, and we might need the the defense to uh, uh, carry the day for us. And I think that's just what we're seeing. We're looking at the one of the youngest, if not the youngest, offense in the NFL with an average age of 24. And they're also having to learn a new offensive system. Uh, Drew Locke hasn't, you know, he's only played five games and 
he was so, um, you know, he wasn't healthy for most of last season as well. So that's so many practice reps he missed out on in his development. So in some sense, this is still kind of a rookie year for him. Um, and, and hey, when you look at the on-paper talent, there's all the reason in the world this unit should have been hyped up. It's it's all there. It's just going to take a little bit to, to come together. So to answer the first part of your question, I think it can you know improve and, and gel better and come together, but it's going to take time. And so I think as Broncos country and as a, a Denver media personalities, we have to make sure not to, to rush to the hot takes two, three weeks into the season and just give the group some time to uh, find their footing. What do you think in particular needs to uh, really see an improvement from now up until week one? Because the the way I look at it is, yes, the miscommunication, the, the, the misfires on offense between Drew Locke and Jerry Judy or Drew Locke and Cortland Sutton, whatever. Those, those are obvious worries. I still look back at this offense, though, and I still look back at the offensive line, and I say, man, I, I really need to see the left and right tackles show me that they can, you know, you'll take all pro play. Okay, you'll take Pro Bowl play, um, but I just uh, what I need is competent play, right? I need somebody at the the tackle position who can really hold their own, and I, I just wonder if that's not going to be the case right out of the gate early this season. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. If you could pick one area of the offense and probably the entire team and say like, let's fix this problem before Week One. It'd be the tackle spot. That's a it's a massive, massive concern for this roster. I think they've been beat fairly consistently in camp. And, you know, DeMar Dotson's not the the big upgrade everyone's acting like he is. He there's a reason he's gonna start as the backup behind Elijah Wilkinson, because he's very comparable in terms of like ceiling to Elijah Wilkinson. You know, Elijah Wilkinson probably has a higher ceiling. Dotson might have a slightly higher floor. Um, but yeah, I think that's the area you want to see improve the most before week one. I just think it's something we're not going to see improve before week one. You know, Garrett Bowles has had three years about to be four to try and figure this out. And he still hasn't, um, you know, Wilkinson probably has more room to develop. It doesn't seem like he's, uh, uh totally stagnated. Um, but I, it still just doesn't seem all that likely to me. I think the biggest thing that the Broncos likely can fix that they need to fix is the chemistry between Drew Locke and all the other pass cut catchers not named um, Corlin Sutton. I think just building that chemistry up, running more plays to Fant and, and Judy, especially in practice, um, and, and Hamilton and Patrick as well, just to uh, give him some more ways to go with the ball, because I think that can be a game planned against and, and schemed out very quickly by opposing defenses. He is Zach Seegers. You can follow his work at milehighsports.com. And I tell you what, uh, obviously writing about all kinds of great stuff uh, with the Broncos and obviously covering it down at UC Health Training Center. Uh, you know, hopefully, we, we haven't really heard officially, but the rumor is is that there's going to be a practice on Friday and that it's going to be at night. So try to simulate that at Empower Field at Mile High. You'll have the opportunity to go check that out and report back on this uh, podcast, which, by the 
way, starting next week, going back to five days a week. So uh, if you miss anything with the Broncos Blitz podcast, you could check out, of course, archives at milehighsports.com. And I tell you what, with football right around the corner, we've been talking about our friends over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. There is no better place to get in on all the action with them with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, to celebrate the return of football. DraftKings is giving all users, listen to this, all users, a no brainer to start the season listen up because this you're not going to want to miss this one have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100 points sack at all no, no. never never happens no never happens right well for week one DraftKings is ensuring that even if kansas city were to lose in historic fashion you would still cash your bet right now Okay, DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City plus 101 points for all users. That's not just new users. That's all users. So even if Kansas City loses by 100 points, you're still going to win big. And trust me, they're not going to lose by 100 points. That Patrick Mahomes, he's pretty good. You can win big with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. That's a no-brainer. On top of that amazing offer, of course, DraftKings giving up, uh, giving away up to $100 million in prizes. All users who enter their free football survivor pool, uh, a lot of great things up for grabs. And I tell you what, all you have to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook. Enter their survivor pool, and you'll instantly get a share of up to $100 hundred million dollars in giveaways download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS to take advantage of the no-brainer offer that's promo code MHS to get in on all the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook you got to be 21 or older Colorado only other terms and conditions and restrictions apply see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 so you know speaking of betting with our friends over there at DraftKings Sportsbook if you were to bet on one player who maybe has uh, increased his stock the most from the start of training camp to today, I want to talk about this because there's one name in particular for me. But, Zach, I want you to give me your guy. Who's the one guy who's really boosted his stock the most so far since we started this deal? You know, I I think the the go-to answer, there, there's one on offense, one on defense i can think of so i hope i'm not stealing your guy here i'll let you but go first the the jake butts the name that comes yep. to me yes you know, he does. if you asked me if you asked me heading into camp I, I mean i think i even did it um as an exercise just predicting the broncos final 53 man roster back then you would have had four tight ends um you know vanette uh, uh Okwebenom, um, Fant, of course. And then that fourth guy was kind of a mystery, but it seemed like it almost definitely was going to be Beck, maybe an outside chance for Hireman. And, and now I think Butt maybe makes it as a fifth tight end or as a fourth tight end and beats out Beck. You know, I think he's looked phenomenal in camp. Uh, you know, and, and not only should he make this final roster at this point, going from kind of being an afterthought or maybe a practice squad guy, but he should have a fairly big role in this offense like i don't think the difference between Vanette and him as a blocker is all that great and uh butt's definitely a better receiver so if butt can stay healthy i mean i wouldn't be surprised if by season's end we're talking about him having the second most snaps at tight end out of these guys or, or you know third even all right, so you took the offensive one, so I'm going to take the defensive one, and I'm going to bring up Draymond Jones. I tell you what, this guy has looked good. I think he's going to be one of the players that you start to see from Vic Fangio really start to shine in year two. He looks 
physically very good. This is an individual who has not skipped arm day at the gym. Very defined, and he's put on a lot of muscle, and I think this is a guy who's going to be able, and this is big for Denver, because let's remember, as much as it, as awesome as it was to see Shelby Harris come back, uh, Shelby Harris is not long to stay on the Broncos roster. Uh, we'll see what happens with Mike Purcell in the future. Even Jarrell Casey, uh, as, as great as it is to, to look at him as a new acquisition, this is a guy who's already in his 30s so we're starting to say okay well let's look towards the future with this defensive line and I tell you what Draymond Jones has looked really good in practice right now he really has and and that's a good one I he totally uh uh, spaced my mind but you're right he's been phenomenal and I think this Broncos defensive line as a whole is the unit that's not getting hyped up enough because they they go too deep in terms of like starting talent Draymond Jones would be a, a, a great starter you know, he could start for most NFL mm-hmm. teams. You Like you said, you already got Shelby Harris and Jarrell Casey, which is an absurd tandem. Um, you know, Mike Purcell was was graded. Um, and just then you look at the stats, too, by Pro Football Focus as, like, the best run defender on the defensive line uh, last year. You've got uh, – and, and like I said – Draymond Jones, you know, he's he's been phenomenal in camp. You've got McTelvin Ajim, Demarcus Walker. They could start on a team if you really needed them to, and they'd be fine. I just – this group is so incredibly talented. It makes me think of the, the 2017 Eagles that won the Super Bowl and how they were just able to rotate in fresh bodies on the defensive line and just keep that pass rush dialed up to 11 all season long. And to your point, Draymond Jones is going to be a big part of that. He's a fourth starter on a defensive line that will only start three. I do want to get to um, let's get to your name really quick before we start to talk about some of the articles that you got coming out, uh, Zach, there, because uh, you mentioned that, uh, well, Draymond Jones wasn't exactly up top on your list of names. Who was? Uh, Bowsby, you know, and I think yeah. Draymond Jones, I, I was just being forgetful. No, no slight there at all. He's incredible. But Bowsby, you know, I fangy out the comments to the media, uh, I guess a couple few days ago, uh, saying that he doesn't think Bowsby, um, Yadam or Harris, Devonte Harris, that is have separated themselves from the pack in that cornerback three battle. I think Bowsby has. Bowsby's looked really good to me. He's made big plays. You can put him out there and you know, he's not going to hurt you. Yadam might have more upside. Maybe I could hear that argument, but uh, he's gonna. There's a good chance he's gonna hurt you, and he's gonna kill you in some games. And I think Devonte Harris has the least upside of the bunch, and he can also hurt you. Um, Bowsby, I think he's cemented himself. He's played really, really well, and I feel really confident in a in a cornerback group of. Bouye, Callahan, and Bowsby coming out and, and starting week one for the Broncos. Well, and I tell you what, that is an interesting transition because you talked about corners this week on uh, MileHighSports.com. You can check out the article. Uh, you talked about that battle, right? That third position battle that is so critical right now. Um, I'm not sure if anybody has really jumped to the forefront in my eyes, although I will admit and agree with you that Devontae Bowsby certainly has made some plays uh, and Devontae Harris has as well, too. I really think Isaac Adam has taken a step back and has kind of fallen into the shadows, but certainly a lot of time left. But tell us about the article that you wrote on uh, MileHighSports.com. Yeah, it was just to look at, um, you know, why this cornerback group is going to be so important to how this defense performs, really. You look at a, a safety tandem in Jackson and Simmons that you can really argue is the best in the league. We just got done talking about the defensive line and how 
ridiculously talented that group is. And, you know, in case you forgot, they still got Bradley Chubb and Von Miller coming off the edge. Uh, Alexander Johnson playing his second season at inside linebacker is going to be huge. Uh, Todd Davis will be back before we know it, and he's a very capable starter. So really it leaves that one question mark being the cornerbacks. Can Bryce Callahan uh, bounce back from being out all year and, and return to being well, – in 2018, he was arguably the best slot corner in the NFL. Can he return to that? And A.J. Bouye was a pro bowler in 2017 or 2018. So if that unit ends up being good, the Broncos should have you know at least a top three defense, maybe the number one defense in the league. And if uh, – if, if that unit struggles, it could make this u- uh, defensive unit very mediocre. Um, and this is, what, like we talked about even earlier in the show, it's going to be a team that's going to have to rely on their defense early. Uh, so I just looked at that and, and just, you know, what uh, what everyone's saying about him. You know, so far it's looking good. Bouye's been making big plays. Fangio's been very complimentary of him. And, and Callahan's saying he's 100% healthy, and, and dang, he looks it out there on the field. Uh, Von Miller had a vet day today at practice. Uh, Troy Fumagalli observing Juwan Winfrey with that groin, um, along with the wide receivers for the first time as the Broncos start to get healthy. Um, Ojemudia, Holder working with the DBs on, uh, uh, you know, in that field area, not on the side. Um, Bradley Chubb not practicing, so just some observations health-wise, as well as Graham Glasgow with that ankle sprain, observing but not. Not practicing as well too so certainly look we will continue to update you on the broncos on our broncos blitz podcast which again starting next week going to be a daily podcast so you'll hear zach's voice on the podcast uh, zach of course uh when i see you next or at least talk to you next uh we will have uh, seen the broncos at their rumored night practice at uh empower field at mile high although i always tend to want to just call it mile high stadium um so we'll get your thoughts on that and all that coming up on the podcast i certainly appreciate you joining this podcast um where can they follow you on twitter where can they find your work uh, and of course all your writing uh follow me on twitter at zach underscore seegers that's zach with a c-h-s-e-g-a-r-s and then uh you can find all my writing over at mile high sports uh you know got a big final 53-man roster prediction coming out before the deadline this weekend so uh, any spice, sure any spicy ones that you want to tease really quick? Ooh, spicy ones. Yeah, give me a uh, spicy, uh, maybe a, a spicy uh, vet cut. Ooh, spicy vet cut. I've got, I've got a spicy, uh, I've got a cemented number one running back. I, I don't think it'll be the split that everyone sees. Wow, okay. Uh, All right, don't tell us who, don't tell us who. Uh, uh, oh, I won't, Ronnie. I'm, I, I'm the tease master <laughs> over here. Uh, and then surprising vet cut. Let's get interesting and say Yadam. He's been playing really? well. They'll have to make room for him somewhere. Maybe Yadam, why not? Uh, on okay. the spot, I'll, I'll throw that one. Interesting, interesting. Okay, well, certainly we will be looking for it, of course, at milehighsports.com. And uh, like I mentioned, you'll be joining the Broncos Blitz podcast, as you do usually weekly, but uh, maybe two times this week, uh, starting next week, as uh, the Broncos Blitz podcast expands to five days a week because, well, the season needs it, right? The blue and orange, they return to the field, should be exciting. And, Zach, uh, we're excited to cover it with you as well at milehighsports.com. Thank you for the time, Zach. Thank you for having me, Ronnie. Can't wait. So, again, we appreciate Zach joining the program. 
And, of course, you'll hear him each and uh, every week on the Broncos Blitz podcast as we expand the podcast out presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Of course, with the Broncos Blitz podcast, look, we're going to be doing multiple things per week, including hearing from the Broncos, Broncos audio, your Broncos questions. You can ask the Broncos questions two ways. Via email, Ronnie K, R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, at milehighsports.com. That's the email. Fill up the email inbox with your Broncos questions, and I will answer them on on the podcast. In fact, you know what? I spaced asking uh, Zach our question, so I'll have to answer it here for us. Um, Alex uh, sends in this email, and again, you can email your Broncos questions, Ronnie K at milehighsports.com. So thank you, Alex. This is one of our first questions that we received via email. We get them all the time on Twitter, but of course on email. Alex says, I'm really worried about overhyping Drew Locke. I know it's exciting to talk about the young kid, but I'm just worried that he may be a little too overhyped. Uh, give me a stat line of what is realistic for Drew Locke. So I appreciate your question, Alex. Realistic stat line. Now, look, I, I always say this stat lines, box scores should not define all of the conversation. But you know what? This was the question asked. This is the answer I will give. Somewhere in the 25 to 30 touchdown range, somewhere in the 10 to 15 interception range, maybe more towards the 15 side, and somebody who leads an offense that scores in the range of 22 to 23 points. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I that's what I think is going to happen. I I don't think this is going to be the explosion year that everybody's thinking the the 40 45 touchdowns and potential MVP conversation and this and that. I think this is going to be a good year, maybe not a great year for Drew Lock. You got to remember this kid is still young. He is still a rookie. That's the kind of stat line I'm looking for, but maybe most importantly, I'm looking for a stat line that somewhere says 65 to 66% completion percentage. That's what I want to see. That's what I want in a quarterback who's completing passes, who's getting the ball downfield, scoring points, not turning it over a lot, but most importantly is accurate with the football. That's what I think he's capable of. Uh, I, I truly think he's capable of that and then plus more, and maybe he grows in another year, but certainly could take a major jump this year for the Denver Broncos. And, Look, you couple a great defense with a quarterback who's putting up uh, 23, 24 points per game, uh, that's borderline top 10 level as far as the NFL goes. And if you do that, you're looking at a team that's probably scoring, oh, somewhere in the range of 9 to 10 wins on the schedule. So it's going to be interesting as we continue to cover the Broncos with the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Again, I appreciate Alex for sending in that question. You can continue to send in your questions, Ronnie K at milehighsports.com. That's Ronnie K at milehighsports.com. And of course, you can also on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. But we are all done for the Broncos Blitz podcast for today. If you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe, follow, give five stars on the many different locations that you can find this podcast, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, MileHighSports.com. Of course, you can tune in on MileHighSports.com to the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Previous archives are available on the website. Go check that out right now at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.